from Muhlenberg College, this is 2400 Chew. I'm your host, Shakita Griffin. In each episode of this podcast, I talk to one Muhlenberg graduate about their current work and the industry in which that work is done. For this episode, I spoke with Mark Tominick, Economic Development Coordinator for the City of Easton. As I do with most of these interviews, I began the conversation by asking how and when Mark became interested in his occupation. So it's kind of a funny question. I come from a family of engineers, so literally not a single person in the political science realm. And I think that's kind of what drew me to it. Um, you know, you go to Christmas dinner, or, you know, whatever holiday and everyone's talking about all these number of things of building things. And, you know, it's fascinating. I do have a deep you know, appreciation for all things science, but I think finding my own lane was something that I really got drawn to as I realized how much that I was able to grasp kind of just how things work together and learning just the intersectionality of how society works. I saw something in myself driven to find a way to find my role in that. And that kind of brought me to political science. When I was at Muhlenberg, I was still trying to figure out what entails a political a career in political science. Uh, not many people have a positive connotation of that. Usually it's like, oh, so don't you want to get a job? Well, of course, everyone wants to get a job. But in political science, it's predominantly it's being a lawyer, working in campaigns, doing all these things. But I wanted to see more tangible results of what my work was going to do. Um, I did some nonprofit work uh, for the Promise Neighborhoods of the Lehigh Valley in Allentown and seeing how the community and the government needs to work together to make the community a better place to live for everyone. That's what drew me in. And finding you know, my, back, my minor in economics, it all kind of came together. And uh, I was lucky another Muhlenberg graduate, Louis Campos, is the uh, city administrator for the city of Easton. He was gracious enough to uh, bring me in as an intern, and uh, the rest is kind of history. I uh, went to grad school at Lehigh with the Community Fellows Program, where they were gracious enough to partner me with the city of Easton. And uh, I guess uh, I didn't screw it up too bad, so they kept me on in my current role. Awesome. And so what does a day in the life look like? You know, is there a typical day um, within the work that you do? I think in the general sphere of economic development, it's a lot of resource gathering. So a lot of grant writing, a lot of IDing different ways to fund initiatives and projects within the city. But uh, we are we were a department of two as of a month ago for the past three years. So when you're a department of two in for a city of 30,000 people, you become the department of general services. So you, you do end up doing a little bit of everything, but uh, a lot of it is just working collaboratively with the other departments, figuring out what projects that need to get done in the city, what things that we can see, you know, that from the resource pool that we can identify that can help benefit the city, whether it's building roads, whether it's starting, you know, helping nonprofits achieve some of their initiatives, the whole gamut of things that come into play for the economic development. And so is there a project that you've had the chance to work on that's been most significant or maybe even proudest moment? It's two general projects. So before um, the pandemic, the city of Easton has been kind of seeing a bit of a renaissance. Um, there's been a lot of development going on and being a part of the developer process throughout all this, analyzing you know proposals that are going to be 
200 to 300 apartments, basically galvanizing a downtown that once at one time, no one wanted to come to Easton. There's still people who don't necessarily understand how much that's changed and be having a seat at the table, having my input taken and taken seriously and seeing some of the results has been phenomenal. The first one I ever had when I was just a, uh, a community fellow at Lehigh just got finished and is uh, almost fully leased in the downtown. And uh, walking through that building from, I remember seeing the concepts just in paper and just like an idea of like what this even could be to being on the rooftop, looking at over the uh, Delaware river. It's that was really impactful. And then the other one was just this past year where for the pandemic, you know, it's obviously terrible. A lot of many people lost their lives and livelihoods, but I always say in some of our darkest times, you could see some of the brightest moments and our business recovery programs, uh, really shine through. We had a winter village that started up in the downtown, which we saw restaurants, you know, you can eat outside, can't necessarily shop outside. And we wanted to bring a opportunity to the city's retailers to have that kind of outdoor experience with a holiday background. And from 2020 to last year's 2021, we had people who were just Eastern residents with an Etsy shop to now Eastern business owners with a downtown front-facing business. And seeing that evolution of someone who has an idea and a dream of being an entrepreneur, just starting a little hut in downtown Easton to opening up their shop, it's, it's kind of beautiful to see. Yeah, that's really awesome. And like you said, impactful and I think very just cool that the city can actually encourage and help support those people in their entrepreneurial journey. And so, of course, you mentioned the pandemic. How has that uh, continued to affect your work? Probably today's like day to day is actually something that we never thought we'd have an issue with is kind of figuring out this allotment of money to spend <laughs> and coming up with the right way to spend the ARPA money that came to our city. Going through the initial phases, it was strange. You know, I was in the office every day. And so I have a different perspective on what the pandemic was compared to the majority of people who were, you know, working from home or just unable to find work at the time. But coming to this point, it's it's I'm filled with optimism because it's a, a recognition that there's a lot of work that needs to get done and a lot of good things that can get done. And uh, we're excited because there's a lot of promising things going to come out of this allotment of money. And uh, we have a really smart team and that works really well together. That's going to come up with the best opportunity to help the community and help the city grow, become better. Just just a lot of good's going to come out of it. Yeah, it's just so exciting. And to your point about the revitalization of Easton, you know, I grew up in Easton and so I can definitely attest oh, awesome. to, yeah, just how much it's changed, all of the festivals yeah. now and and how many attractions there are to downtown uh, kind of with that, what would you say are the most challenging aspects of the work that you do? As someone who generally likes to make sure that people are happy and comfortable with things, unfortunately, not everything you you know do in the government world is seen as a net positive. Um, yeah, it's that's probably ba balancing that and then balancing growth with probably gentrification in my own brain. You know, seeing certain areas of this country, you know, they uh, they try to grow too fast. They don't take consideration of the public and the things that matter to the people who currently live there. And uh, I know sometimes it's easier said than done to try to make that balance happen. Um, 
I think we do a good job. As much as you touched on all the revitalization in the downtown, we're just as proud as all the work that's going on in all the other neighborhoods. We just uh, helped facilitate grants to make the Millet Easton, which is 55 affordable housing units on the south side, which is actually right across the street from probably the nicest uh, elementary school in the Easton's district. And uh, we're really excited to give equitable housing to people who need it. Uh, I know how impactful you know, a clean, safe environment is for a young family and having it right next to the school, right next to a market rate apartments. The fact that all these people can kind of live together on east and south side, that's the kind of balance I'd like to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Would you say that your time at Muhlenberg had an influence on your views of social justice and how you approach your work? Absolutely. You know, people like to make fun of uh, liberal arts education, but I will be the first person to advocate for being a well-rounded, well-knowledgeable educational experience. The political science department here was instrumental to my ability to like just understand things globally and locally and how it like kind of all works together. Yeah, I think having the a department that's willing to work well with their students to figure out what their passions are and like how to guide them into the resources that they have, that really meant a lot to me. And I appreciate it. I don't want to name too many names because then I'll forget somebody, but I, I know they all did their part and I really appreciate them. That's fantastic. And so we talked through what's challenging, even though there's reward to the challenges. But if you had to uh, single out a rewarding aspect of your role, what would that be? Oh, it's it's absolutely the tangible aspect of things. You know, I, I, I write a grant for road reconstruction in a, you know, an area that's needed for years. And then I, you know, after it's done, the finish, I see the finished product. You know, we have a business recovery program. And like I said, you, you see someone who just has an idea and, you know, didn't want to work in, you know, finance or something like that. And now they have a business. And it's uh, that kind of aspect, seeing people's dreams from an entrepreneurial standpoint and even just an educational standpoint. There's a lot of work that we do with the college and the local schools and just seeing everyone come together for a greater good. That's that's what's really rewarding for me. And so if you think about current students, you know, what advice or guidance would you give them if they were interested in the type of work that you do? Uh, sure thing. Uh, it's it's a lot of reaching out. It's easier said than done. I, I'll be the first person to say I'm not necessarily the first person to ask for either help or just, you know, but I you know, played football here and uh, understanding teamwork and that, you know, you, you know, the sum of your parts is bigger than the individual. And, you know, sorry about that phrase. You know, it's definitely incorrect. But the, the idea of reaching out and knowing that you have people here that are resources that are really well connected, really knowledgeable and are looking out for you. Use those resources. Um, I'll be the like I said, I. I wish I utilized it more, honestly. I, I, it were, obviously worked out for me, but I, I think there's a lot that Muhlenberg offers from especially a career and your you know, advisor standpoint that is, they're, they're willing and able to help. So absolutely use that resource. Fantastic. I promise that was not a paid promotion for the Career Center. You know, those are honest feelings, but I love to hear it. Right, you could send my invoices <laughs> yeah. too. Now. <laughs> no, that's fantastic, honestly. And you know, so important, again, for students as they're going through this to just try different experiences and learn about different opportunities, because would you have known this role existed Absolutely. as an undergrad? Absolutely not. And and I, I definitely credit the people in our department who, you know, they're like, hey, you said you were interested in doing something like this. You know, there's this nonprofit in downtown. 
see if it works out. Go have an ear. I was like, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. And then they would help me set it up. And like, it's as simple as just telling them what your goals are. And uh, you may not even know what your goals are. My, my mom's favorite joke is she had, you know, many, you know, a couple careers. And she's always like, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. And uh, you know, sometimes you just have to talk with the people around you and they'll help you lead your way. This episode of 2400 Chew was produced by the Office of Alumni Affairs at Muhlenberg College. It was recorded and engineered in the studios of WMUH, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Our opening and closing music from Cowboy Bebop is performed by the Muhlenberg College Jazz Big Band. <laughs>